This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art. You're listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts, and today I get the opportunity to speak with the youngest artist I have ever worked with so far. Aria Parlock is a 12-year-old poet from Johnstown, PA, who is currently in the process of publishing her own book of poems with the help of her mother, who is also here with us today. So how are you both doing today? I'm doing pretty well. We're very happy to be here. That's great. Thank you so much for being here. So, I want us to start at the very, very beginning. When did you start writing poems? Um, I don't really know. I was probably about in third grade okay. when I started to really like poetry. But um, this book was actually a gift for um, my gifted teacher because um, she was my elementary gifted teacher, and I moved on to the high school this year and I was just gonna miss her so I gave her this gift and I realized that it was a really great book that I wanted to pursue a little bit more. So awesome. I just love, first of all, I just need to say I really do love how you're you're just like, I love this and this is what I'm pursuing. So first of all, I just love I can feel your enthusiasm. So I love it already. Um so it was a it was a gift for your gifted teacher. What what is what inspires you? Like when you're gonna sit down and you write a poem, what would you say is like something that inspires you? Um, I really like positivity and optimism, and I like to incorporate that into my poetry. Um, I had a bout with anxiety whenever I was in fourth grade, so it really helped me get through that and helps me to feel like I'm supporting other people with the same problems, maybe. Um, and when you say, if you, if you want to, you know, if you want to talk a little bit more about um, that anxiety piece, because I know a lot of students have even, I've worked with students in the past and the pandemic has really been, you know, a difficult time for a lot of the students that I have encountered. So what, um, could you talk a little bit about like maybe how your poetry helped you through that time during the pandemic when a lot of people were struggling, older and young people were struggling with the anxiety of not knowing what was gonna happen next? Yeah. Um my anxiety was a little bit more neurological than like involved with COVID, but that did kind of set it off a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I was virtual schooled okay. through all of fifth grade, but these poems really helped me have something to do and have something like to work towards, mm. um, like whenever I was probably around 11. Okay. And I, I want to ask you, what, when you're writing a poem, what is your favorite kind of poem to write? Because I, I don't know a lot about poetry, so you're schooling me here. So when you're writing a poem, what would you say is like, this is my favorite um, kind of poem to write? I don't really know. I really like poems with a nice sense of rhythm to them, like something that you can follow along with easily and they have just a really nice feel to them. But I really also like free verse, which is whenever it's a little bit rhythmic, but it doesn't rhyme okay. like your traditional poems do. And those you can just use so many different kinds of words and they're just so abstract and beautiful. I like that. Um, and so you talked a little bit about your gifted teacher and kind of um, writing the, the book of poems as a gift for your teacher. Um, so. Did you write poems before that, or like was was there poetry? Did you have like a inspiration to write poetry before your gifted teacher, or like was your gifted teacher really an important part of helping you kind of step into that? You know, my gifted teacher was the first person to introduce 
a poetry contest to me. Okay. Um, she encouraged me to submit a poem to a national collection of them, and it went in like this big book with a whole bunch of people from different schools. And that's what really made me start to love it. Um, and I submitted another poem to another competition like that. I never won any of them, but it was still really fun. So I think she was a big support in my like for poetry. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about those contests and like what, what did you have to do to like prepare um, to, to put your work in? Nothing really too drastic. Um, I just sifted through some of the poems that I had and like wrote a few new ones and then I chose one that I really liked and I submitted that one. Okay, cool, awesome. And so uh, your mother is here with us today and I wanna you know, turn towards you and ask you a little bit of questions. Sure. Um, so when her interest in poetry arose, what, what were your initial thoughts? Awe, <laughs> truly the things that this child has written she has such a variety with her poetry that mm. sometimes they'll bring you to tears. Sometimes they'll, they'll make you think about things in a different way. Sometimes it's just silly and makes you laugh. The first poetry contest she submitted a poem to, she had actually written that poem. It was a library thing, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. You had written it at a library thing, and she came out and said, I wrote this. And I read <laughs> it, and it was like jaw hit the floor. Like, wow. you were, what, nine? I think so. And it's in this book as well. And she just, it's amazing to me the things that she puts together in her mind that I wouldn't even have thought about so I, I just am, am amazed at what she has put together and this this book that she's worked on I think that the structure of it is interesting as well because it's not just oh look I wrote two poems here's your book she has written 52 poems yeah. one for each week of the year and of course I don't think your teacher waited for every week did she no <laughs> she sat down and read it all and then texted me afterward and i'm sure she was crying all over herself because it's just it's just amazing to see how much she has put into this and and continues to put into it she'll sit down at the kitchen table sometimes and and write something what was the silly one you wrote the other day it was about um you know how you have like therapy dogs and therapy mm -hmm. cats it was about a therapy cow <laughs> Okay. It's just something I thought about randomly. <laughs> Pulled a piece of scrap paper and just wrote this poem that made me laugh on the back of a piece of scrap paper. I like that. Therapy cow, I like that. <laughs> um, so how did you feel when she first kind of came to you and was like, I'm going to write a book? You know, my teacher inspired me to do like a poetry book. I knew she could do it. Mm -hmm. um, I, When she told me what she was planning, I thought that it was awfully ambitious for her <laughs> to say, I'm going to write 52 poems, but... I've seen her do some pretty amazing things, so I, I knew she could do it. She even set herself out a timeline, like I have to have this many written by a certain date to be able to get where I want to be, to have enough time. The original book that she gave to her teacher, she had some illustrations involved with it as well. I think every two-page spread at least had an illustration in it, and she, she had it all put together with, with all of that to be able to give her teacher at the end of the school year last year. So she, she really worked hard and she did an amazing job. Yeah, You're on it. Honestly, <laughs> you have a more organized timeline than most adults. Some people are just like, oh, I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be over here. But I really like that work ethic of being like, <laughs> okay, I'm putting myself on a timeline and I got to get this finished because mm -hmm. it's really something that you really desire to do. So I think that's a wonderful mentality to have. Um, and I would ask you, like, in what ways do you encourage her? Like, what, what are some things that you'd be like, this is how I encourage her in her poetry, in her art? She doesn't need my encouragement. <laughs> she does it all on her own. I mean, 
anything she's ever written, of course, as her mom is going to be fantastic to me. But it's not even just that. It's not, mm -hmm. oh, look, you wrote this thing that is great. It, it really is amazing. I don't have to, to try to love her mm -hmm. work. Um, I think the hardest thing for me to encourage her is to not read things until she's ready for them. When she was writing The Therapy Cow, when I could tell she was writing something because she was sitting at the table and her pencil was flying and she had a little grin. <laughs> but I tried to read over her shoulder and she looked at me with this shocked look, like, I am not done yet. <laughs> the same applies. She's been working on novels, too, off and on. And I have read none of it. And that's, I think, a source of joy for her to shut me out of it. <laughs> She, she shares with her best friend and gets encouragement that way, which is okay. fantastic. Cool. But I guess working on her, her terms and her timeline is, okay. is something that is important to her. And that's something that, you know, I could break into her email and read her stuff, but I would never <laughs> do that to her because that's not the yeah. way she wants to work. I love that. We've also pursued, she wants to get the book published and we're, I mean, we know nothing at all about publishing. So uh, kind of helping her do a little bit of research into that. Um, when I heard your ad on the, the radio, I knew that this was something that would be a good opportunity for her to yeah. do, just to be able to get her words out there and to, to really show the world who she is, but also to show herself mm. how, how amazing I think her work is. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I just, I love the support, kind of like the dynamic between you and your mother of just being like, she doesn't want me in her things and I'm not going to be in her things <laughs> until she's ready for me to be there. And, and, you know, and when she's ready, I'm there and, you know, we're hitting the ground running. So I really love that dynamic between you two. So back to you, Aria. I know that there's going to be other students who are going to listen to this um, and they're going to be like, oh, you know, I hear a, a young kid on the radio on WQED FM. Um, so they're going to want to tune in with their parents. So I want to ask you a question. What advice would you give to other students who have big dreams like you? Maybe it's in the arts or maybe it's in sports or, you know, whatever it may be. Like what what advice would you be um, giving to those students? I would say just do whatever feels right for you, because there have been kids who sit at home and watch TV all the time. But there have been kids who completely change the world. Mm. So just do whatever feels right for you, and you can do it. Okay, I like that. Um, and when your book is finally ready, what, what will it be like? Can you describe what the poems kind of will be about? You don't have to say too much. You know, we don't want to give too much <laughs> away. You want the element of surprise, but kind of just a little description of, like, what people could expect. Um, this collection is just... It's kind of just for self-help. There's nothing really in there that's kind of like a downer or anything because nobody likes to read those. <laughs> um, all of these are uplifting and positive. I've, I've tried to make sure that all of them are positive. And um, I think about every other one is just something lighthearted and funny that'll make you laugh. And then there are some that are just kind of make you think. And it's good to think. It's good to think. So I kind of want to go in a uh, different direction, kind of asked you. So, you're, you know, you're writing a book now and you're pretty young. What do you see for yourself in a couple years in the future with your art and your poetry? In the future, I really want um, a novel to be published. That okay. would be so cool. Um, I'm working on one right now. It's called Tribe. I'm, I've been going through several different novels and that haven't really worked out um, at, at points, but I don't know. I hope this one does pretty well. Okay. 
a novel in the works, a book of poems. I, honestly, I'm, I'm not lying to you. My mind is blown because when <laughs> I was young, I had dreams, I had aspirations, but never really could put the, put the work in and put, you know, kind of my hand to the plow. So I'm really like, I'm encouraged, honestly, by like <laughs> your grit and you're like, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm writing a book of poems and also I'm going to write a novel in a couple years. So, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> so I really just I really love it. I can feel your energy is so positive And I really I just thank you, you know, for being here in school. Is there anybody else in school that you kind of hang with? And you're like, these are like my people that I hang with, but like poetry and poems. Like, how have you found I guess a better question to ask was, um, have you found any other people who kind of are in the same type of art as you? Um, not really anybody that has been as into it as I have. Um, my best friend, like my mom was saying earlier, she is really supportive about it. Um, I share all of my things with her. Um, the, the novel that I was mentioning earlier, I was going to send it to her because she kept asking for it and asking for it. And, um, I wrote along with... Um, sharing it with her. Don't expect it. Don't expect it to be great right now because it's not done yet. And then she took my computer from me and typed underneath it, "The statement above is false. Everything I write is amazing." <laughs> so she's really supportive and she's just fun. Mm, I like that. And what would you say for people who, um, some other students who are trying to be creative or like they want to do something in life and. Um, maybe they feel like, I don't have any people, you know, like people like your best friend. Like, I don't have any people who are there encouraging me or supporting me. Like, what would you say to them to, like, find people that they could be around to help encourage them in their art or whatever they desire to do? I would say maybe if you might know somebody offhand that you don't really talk to that much, if they are into writing things or if they are... If they have the same interests as you, maybe you should go talk to them for something. I'm sure they would really like to hear what you have to say. Um, I have a class with one girl that I just sit with, and I didn't know very much about her. But yesterday she said, Aria, um, I have this book that, I was at, that I've been working on, and it was just something that I thought of, like, the other day. And I said you should share it with me. I'd really love to read it. So she might be on the same path as I am, possibly. So I think reaching out to somebody else who has the same interests is a really good idea, wow. if, you're that, if that's your situation. Yeah. This is another reason that she wanted to get this book published now is because she is 12, mm. to be able to show other kids that this is a thing that you can do too. Yeah. Like she would really like... I mean, it's a novelty for adults. Oh, look, these amazing poems are written by an 11-year-old. But for a kid to see a kid who mm -hmm. has done something amazing is really inspiring, I think, for the kids as well. Yeah. So that's another reason that she's really trying to make something with this book now while she is a kid. That's cool. So have you um, done any events or, like, have you ever, um, like, stood up in front of people and read your poems kind of out loud, talent shows or anything like that? Um, not really anything too big. Um, the poem that I submitted to a contest, like my mom was saying, um, from a library program, uh, the, the person in charge, like the library teacher said, okay, everybody, um, it's time to read your poems because she gave us 
paint chips to mm-hmm. look at, and we were supposed to make a poem out of what the color reminded us of. Wow. Um, and I got, like, a scarlet color, and I wrote one about a sunset. And I stood up and read it, and after I was done, everybody was just looking at me like, <laughs> did you actually write that? <laughs> so, I don't know. That was just kind of the biggest public presentation I've ever done, but I hope to get to more opportunities like that. So you're actually going to have an opportunity right now. Which is wonderful. So, <laughs> so you prepared something that you want to share for our listeners. So if you just want to, you know, go ahead and give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, my book is called Wonder the World. And this is actually the poem that it is named after, kind of. It's called Wonder the World. A whispering breeze is a song, a still lake, a memory. All there, alive and dead, but never both. Creatures buzz and hum and dare to wonder. What is the world? Stars twinkling in the sky, pointing everywhere but nowhere at all. Day blocks our view of beyond. We may never find which way is up. Where is the world? A flash, perhaps, or an illusion. If and maybe are all we say. A second or an eternity. Difficulties never overcome. Why is the world? Time, clocks, sunrises, sunsets. Count the leaves off trees, planets in line. Births, lives, deaths, things here but nowhere. When is the world? A swirling, uncertain future, so like before, yet never could the past seem as carefree. Questioning, wondering, perhaps in vain. Answers never come, but are found with each moment. No one knows how, yet everyone can live and breathe and learn. What, where, why, when, that as such is the world. Wow, oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Before we go, is there anything else you want to share with me? Any words of encouragement? Anything that you want our listeners to know about you and your art? Um, I don't really know. I love all forms of art. My dad is a music teacher at my high school, and he writes music all the time. And it's really fun to go back and listen to it and hear all of the different things he's put in there. Um, actually, my name, Aria, is a musical term. It means it's a part in an opera. All of my sisters have names that are musically termed. So that's really a big connecting factor in our family. So any form of art, whether it's like writing or poetry or music or even like the standard form of art with like oil paintings and stuff like that, I love all of it. Creativity is intelligence having fun (laughs) um that's a quote that i saw on a poster somewhere but yeah i really believe that it is just amazing art is so fun and so connecting to so many people and i'm glad i can be part of that community wow thank you is there anything else you want to share before we go the only thing i can think of offhand is that um, when you were talking about inspiration for students. She had said the other day that, uh, that you don't have to be the greatest to make a great impact. Mm. And I just, I really like that turn of phrase that she, that she came up with. It's just, and it's absolutely true. You don't have to make an impact on the entire world if you've made an impact on a handful of people. Mm. So it's just, and that's something that I really think she has been able to do just by being herself, honestly, but also with her poetry to say, I did this and how this made somebody else feel is not a huge impact, 
but it is a small one. Mm. And her words with being able to take negativity and turn it into positivity or finding happiness in yourself. A lot of her poems have that kind of a theme and that's something that could really speak to somebody. So I think she's already making an impact. Thank you guys so much for being here today, for sharing your story and your love for poetry. And I've just been, you know, this is really just an inspiration to me and it's exciting for me to see the younger generation to be ready to do something to make an impact in the world. So thank you, Annie. Thank you, Aria, for being here today and just sharing your story with us. Thank you so much. This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.